Welcome to another episode of the Wheels of Grace podcast. And today we are going to be talking about the secrets of our marriage, which kind of makes me chuckle. No, not the secrets of your marriage. The secret to marriage. Oh, oh, the secrets to marriage. Excuse me. And this was requested on our Facebook by Shoni. Thank you, Shoni. Um, If anyone else has any other requests, just let us know and we'll do it. Maybe. I'm just kidding. (laughs) So that's what we're going to talk about. All right. I'm just going to sit here and I'm going to say, here you go, honey. You tell me what I need to do because I don't know what the secrets okay. are because I always so, get it wrong. So that's true. So first of all, the secret to marriage is that you men need to know that you get it wrong. No, just kidding. So I don't even know where to start, really. Just, um, I don't know. I guess the main secret to having a good marriage is really communication. Um, I say that that's the huge basis of it. But to kind of backtrack and talk about, I don't, I'm not sure that Shoni was wanting to know about our relationship per se. Um, Sergio and I have, or are just heading into our 23rd year of marriage this fall. And we married pretty young. I was... 19 and Sergio was 20. Wow, we were young back then. Yeah, we were. We were just young, um, young pups. And um, I will give you the secrets. The secret is. Um, Hmm. Okay, you guys are killing me. Okay, <laughs> why don't you talk? I told I told you before this is that there isn't a secret to marriage, and I think people only see what you've worked. 23 hard years on and they see that now (laughs) but it wasn't always that way no it wasn't always that way you know so no on a on on a real level i can remember there was a time there that i didn't know when we were gonna that we were gonna make it you know there was a time that it was pretty dark it was (laughs) i think we had already split up and we were gonna go two different ways yeah um that probably happened when we hadn't even started we hadn't even married each other yet. We weren't no, married. No, 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 you no. Know, so I don't even know how we ended up, you know, to that point. Because before that, it wasn't looking like that was going to be into our future. Or that was going to be our future. No, it wasn't. And so, in fact, Sergio and I actually, we met really young. I was 15 and he was 16. And we dated for two years. And then we... Um, Sergio got shot and paralyzed, and then we really hit some rocky roads. Um, Sergio hit some just dabbling in drugs, alcohol, and roaming the streets and in the wrong crowds. And I actually said, okay, I'm done. And we were apart for four solid months, which was a really, really hard, dark time in our relationship where... I was done. I I thought I was done. And so... You weren't done. You know you were thinking about me. Yes, and that was the truth, as I I thought about him all the time. But I wasn't willing to... Like, I didn't want to watch him self-sabotage. So I felt that if I pulled away, I wouldn't have to see that. So then after those four months of being away, it actually ended up being the one of the greatest things we could have ever done because I think it gave Sergio some time to reflect on himself and it gave me some time to reflect on who I was as an individual and him as well and well, we missed me, each other let me let me 
<laughs> tell you a couple of things that I don't know if I ever really even shared that with you, or this part with you. I can remember when we were going through them four months, I can remember my brother. He would come up to me and he'd go, what's wrong with you? And I go, what do you mean? He goes, why do you look so miserable? And I go, I don't know. And he goes, are you really that guy on TV that's broken a heart and sitting there like moping? And I go, shut up, leave me alone. What are you talking about? And it was really that, I guess. Even all my family had noticed it. They were just like, Sergio, you look like you're in the slum. You know, you're just yeah. like down. Well, that's and, good to know you missed me, huh? Well, you know, and that was, <laughs> so it was like everybody then kept trying to perk me up, you know, and do yeah. stuff. And let's go out. Let's go do that. And I don't want to go out. I don't want to go do nothing. Well, why not? Nora might be there. No, quit, lie, quit being funny and all of that. <laughs> but um, that's probably one of the times when I really did start to, realize that hey this is more than just a friend kind of um, relationship more of puppy love more of that it really was when I really started to feel that there was more to us than that mm -hmm. so I guess one of the things that has made us better is that we have certain points in our lives that we can say we sort of found each other and we sort of lost each other but in all of that, we ended up coming back to each other, mm -hmm. and I think we got stronger. Well, and on more than one occasion, and we had called it quit several times, even through our engagement, just because we, we did struggle. We struggled with trying to communicate well. We struggled with maybe in our own way, just kind of our selfish way of thinking and and I felt that we, even when we moved away and we started our life over here, before we were married, we we didn't really know how to function as, I mean, we were young. We didn't, we didn't really know what marriage was. We just knew we wanted to be together, but we really didn't know what marriage was until I would say five years into our marriage is when we finally realized that we had to think of the other person's needs and first um, before our own. Yeah, I guess you could say, you know, it, it was at the beginning, it was really trying to get an understanding of what it meant to be married, get an understanding of what having to share everything and being together forever really meant. Um, mm -hmm. I don't think we really went through that that lesson in school or that lesson in life. Um, there goes oh, the train. here goes the train. Hold on. You see, and that's that's what it was always like. Here comes the train. <laughs> We're about to get ran over. Yeah. So... And, and the thing is that, um, to just be honest, is in our families, there's been a lot of broken brokenness and broken relationships. And so as far as seeing very good examples of those things, we didn't see those. Um, it was if well, things get rough, you I, just kind of... To be frank, I think we did see what we didn't want to be. Yes. I think that's where we ended up. So, okay, so hold on. Let me let me let me let me do my part here. All right? Let me tell you what I'm thinking. Oh, okay. Let's right. do that. We so want to really, know your Well, thinking. hey, why don't you stop then? All right? Let me tell you right now, all right? Because this is why we're going to end up divorced at the end of this podcast right now. All right. So, this is how it goes. Okay, go ahead. Let's hear it. I got to tell you that, you know, we we had this image of what we didn't want to be. We knew that we wanted to be together. We really were in the path of going from or in the transition from boyfriend to boyfriend and girlfriend to we're in love to possibly these it's going to be me and you forever it's actually going to be me you and Ashley forever because Ashley was in the story since the beginning when I came you know so it wasn't just that it was you it was you and Ashley mm -hmm. and it was hard you know sometimes to sit there and go hey this is 
this is already, you know, you already had a daughter, you know, and and it was like, how do I, you know, those pressures that I always thought of, you know, when I sat there and I started to think this could be a future long-term thing was, Mm -hmm. how do I take care of both of you guys? How do I do that part? So those were some of the struggles that I had mentally, you know, or that I dealt with internally. But I can say without a doubt that when I looked at my surroundings, whether it was family or even people that I knew, I really didn't have the example of maybe that great marriage that lasted for 50 years or, you know, that they really had a really good relationship. But I did see what I did not want to be. And that really is what's driven me in a lot of different parts of my life. Um, So when it got to the point where, you know, we had gone through really some dark times and it wasn't just just our relationship. It was more of us trying to figure out who we were. What were we about? Well, we were so young that we didn't know. I mean, even when we got older, I mean, I'm just saying that even when we got older, you know, after five years, when we were in our 20s, it was tough because we were still trying to figure out, Nora, what were you going to do with the rest of your life um, career-wise? Sergio, what are you going to do now that you're in a wheelchair? Can you find a job? Can you make all of this happen? You know, how are we going to take care of a family? And um, it, it took us to really mesh together probably I agree with you after about the four or five years of being married Mm -hmm. to almost hit a brick wall, Mm -hmm. look at each other one day, you know, just sitting down at the table and going, now what? Because we can go, we can go two different ways. And now we're at that point where we have to make a choice. Do we keep fighting and make the choice of saying, Hey, we're going to pull through this and we're going to figure this out. Or, Are we going to go the other way where it's going to say, hey, this was fun. We had a good time, but it's time to now start doing something different. Um, I'm glad we chose the other way, you know, because I think that's what that's what made us really realize that we had to work hard at what we had to do. And from that point forward, I think every single day is a working hard kind of event for us. It's we get up and it's how can I help you today? What can you do for me? And it's both ways. It's how do we help each other with when we're down? You know, how do we help each other when we're up? How do we share, you know, our feelings with each other? And that was sort of tough for me to be able to talk to someone and share that. Well, and I think it was because you were, you know, you were in an environment that you didn't share feelings, you didn't show vulnerability, and you certainly didn't want to ask for help and so in our relationship with your tough macho attitude yeah and that kind of hurt us because you wanted to continue to be the tough guy that have that attitude oh that didn't hurt nothing yeah yeah and that you were just going to just you know fix everything and do everything and then when we moved out this way and you couldn't even find a job and you couldn't be the provider, that really hurt our relationship because you felt unworthy and you and and you wanted to do all those things. And at that point in our relationship, you couldn't. And so yeah. you were uh, in, you know, you were depressed. You were down. You were you were feeling like here I went from big city boy life to little small town and I can't even provide so why am I even here and so that's where the back and forth and and for my heart unsure if I wanted to continue even then a relationship with you until then 
you realized um, that you were worthy and that you we were able to find employment and you were able to provide for your family, then you then it was where we both learned to be a team. Like, well, okay, so I could you work here. I'm going to ask you something here, real uh-huh. quick. Um, so, when did you know we were going to be able to pull it off? When? Yeah. So I think I knew when when you finally realized and showed me that I was your number one priority, that you were able to pull you don't away. Remember a time? Like a time? Like yeah, like a, a day? Yeah, a specific thing. A speci- why? Do you think you remember a specific I thing? I think I might, but I'm trying to realize if it was. So that way, I'm just trying to get everybody to hear that, yeah, they're going to hear a lot of us telling them the overall, this is what it did. But there were certain moments when we knew. We really knew. I think one of the times that I really knew that this was what I needed to do and this is what I wanted was, I think it was the first time my mom came and visited us. Mm-hmm. Because it was really the first time that I think... My we family, family, everybody units. acknowledged, mm-hmm. my mom acknowledged, was, was probably one of the hardest people to say, Mom, I want you to be proud of what I'm doing. Mom, I've changed when she mm-hmm. came. And really, when she came, how she was. She kept saying, I love being here because I can just Well, because relax. we didn't have chaos. But, well, yeah. but you guys, okay, so in, I just want people to realize that at that time you were... 22 years old we were so i just want to put that context in there because sometimes when you tell this story it people might think that you're older but you weren't you were still still you were still children you were probably you were probably 22 and at that point with Mm -hmm. my mom you know um coming to visit us you know to add a little bit more to that moment we, I was freshly hurt. I mean, I had just been put into, I had been in my chair just a couple of years, not really long. I know, that's crazy. You know, and we at were that babies. point, <laughs> you had just graduated. You know, you were probably, you know, out of My first school year, for, maybe? Yeah, mm-hmm. we were still No, you were 22. Out. Oh, I yeah. was 22? Well, what, so you were somewhere in that time, mm-hmm. the time you're talking about. So mm-hmm. it had been at least four, four years. Four Mm-hmm. But you see, even in that mm-hmm. time, we were still trying to figure out, I was still trying to figure out how to let go of all the past. Mm-hmm. Um, and really what I wanted was the ability to be able to provide and to be able to prove that I can be, um, I can follow the rules. I can be somebody that can do what is expected of me family-wise, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I really I, think that you thrived so hard to have a normal family environment. And I think that that's what, because I always long to have that normal family environment, and you did too, but your actions sometimes, it was almost like a self-sabotage, like almost too good to be true. So if I act like this bad boy thing, then we're going to go back to, I'm going to do this and she's going to do that, and I'm going to try to, you know, yeah. at the beginning yeah, of no, that. And so that's until we... You know, you surrendered to the fact that that a family unit was exactly what you wanted and needed. And then I learned to trust that that's what you wanted. Then that's where we begin to heal. And that's where we both begin to realize that this relationship was just not about me. It wasn't, you know, it was it was about you. I wanted to to be that kind of wife for you and you wanted to be that kind of husband for me. And so then we started to then go full circle. but So I think that you're 
stuck in this time period, and I think that in order for this to really be the secrets of marriage, you have to talk about after that. And I mm-hmm. think you're missing, like, the most important part. Do you know what that is? What is the most important part? When you started going to church. Oh, absolutely. That was the most important part is um, certainly that's what really brought things home for us is because we I had always wanted a relationship and with Christ and I always wanted to re- I, I wanted that sort of drug his feet a little bit more, although he had attended church. And, and until we found a church home within our community that we felt comfortable, that is where, yeah, that we really started to grow. As we began to grow in our faith and grow in our relationship, another key turning point for me personally was when I started to, to really engage in reading on relationships and really make made that a priority is to grow and learn and you know kind of self-help type books on relationships and things like that is where I felt I learned some key things as a wife and how I'm supposed to be a godly wife I would agree with Ashley I, I, I can't believe that I missed that because there were moments where we always knew but we just couldn't hold on to what we just had in our hands Mm -hmm. because it always seemed to slip out. Whether it was when we were younger and we really were full of energy, we were full of love and enthusiasm. This is what we're going to do. We're going to make something happen, but we couldn't just sustain that. There was not enough to sustain that part of it. And then when it just fell onto our shoulders to make things happen, we failed. Because we weren't strong enough and not just physically strong and not because we didn't read and all of that, but it was because internally we kept going back to the things that we thought that was going to hold us up and was going to sustain us, was going to be our foundation. But as we grew and we started to meet more people and we started to really now see better better relationships and what they're supposed to mm-hmm. be. And then once the door better got examples. open, well, once the door was open for us to go to church and all that, I think that was really when things started to get a little clearer. Mm -hmm. Because I think from there, what we ended up picking up was the ability to sit there and say that me and you don't have to hold all of this weight. It doesn't have to be on mine and your shoulders. We're going to make mistakes. But what me and you started to learn was how to love each other in a different kind of way. And it really wasn't just me and you learning to love each other. It was really learning to love and trust God. And once we did that, I think we got better at us. Mm-hmm. We got better at our family with me, you, and Ashley. We got better with everything. We got better with our friends. We got better with our extended mm-hmm. family. Because the example of what we then started to project wasn't that you guys don't ever fight. You guys aren't ever mad. You guys are goody two-shoes. It's like, no, we're not. Like, oh, we struggle. But what mm-hmm. we do do is that we now do intentionally try not to hurt each other. We do think about the things that, and it's not just me and you, because then when it went from me and you, when it was only me and you, that's what made us stronger. But now it started to, to flow into our relationship with all of our friends. It flowed into our everyday lives, even with strangers and strangers, Mm -hmm. even, you know, where we want to help people. So I, to say that, you know, the secrets are really what made us pull through our, our, our marriage and and what I can say, you know, we can really hang our hat on. It was it was going to church and then faith. being mm-hmm. being being 
being invited to the world of God. You yeah. Know? And then from there, mm-hmm. I think all the doors started to open. And the ones that had opened, but we really weren't crystal clear on what was on the other side, we got clarity. And I think from there is really then where we got the strength to say, we can do this. We can figure this out. We can, we can, you know, even when we didn't have the money to put food on the table and we, when we were mad at each other for whatever reasons that were out there, um, we sort of ended up finding the way that we ended up because of what we were doing, found the way to console ourselves, to be able to self heal ourselves. And, um, instead of relying on all the old ways that we used to go down and do and, you know, follow, I, even to this day, sometimes when we struggle a little bit, because, you know, now still being married 23 years, it's not always sunshine and roses. You know, I still got to tell oh, you to put the toilet now. seat down, you know, oh, that's oh, me. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah, I still, uh-huh. I mean, but re- in reality, I mean, life itself has a way of oh, absolutely. Us, you, you know, we always have our frustrations. I don't think it's or... intentional for things to be hard for us, but we get tested in a lot of different ways. Mm-hmm. And. We just have to really be able to open up our eyes and say, you know, what is the greater thing for us? What are you wanting? What is your goal in life? What are you What are you expecting out of the relationship that you're in? What do you expect well, your family I, to be able to think of And I of really you? think that what's, I mean, for me, being the wife is, I think, one of the greatest things that I feel that you, have, as my husband, are able to fulfill is being my biggest cheerleader. Mm-hmm. And so to me, that that just speaks so volumes of how far we've come, because no matter what I decide I want to do or what I want to work on or, you know, all those things is you've always had my back and you you've been that person to encourage me and to cheer me on through. And, oh, yeah. and maybe it's not just something I want to accomplish, but maybe it's a struggle that I'm really struggling with and I don't know how to get myself out of it you find a way to just kind of navigate me through that. And so that is just so much, I mean, it's a, it's growth. It's, it's definitely well, that's growth. so nice. Thank you. Because before, that's not the nice things you used no, to say. No, and you're definitely right about yeah, that. Because before, hold on, hold on. I, I want a copy of that, and I want to put it... Because so, before, joking. that's not I'm where joking. we were. I mean, we are not well, the people that we, we are started. now. Yeah, you know, I, I mean, mean, it's totally different. Going back to where different. we're at, put it in the context of where we were at. Honestly, when we were starting, probably back then, I probably, even if... I mean, I shared things with you, but if I'm like, oh, I kind of want to try this, I probably wasn't brave enough to tell you because you weren't in a good state of mind to hear it and to help me and support me. But now it's so different. Like, you are a good supporter of many things and, you know, and of, and me as your wife, you're, you're definitely my, my biggest cheerleader for sure. Oh, that's so sweet. I'm going to let you hold my hand tonight. Okay, okay? well, that's I'm just nice. going to be nice, all right? So I have to say that one of the major things in our lives that made us change is when we actually brought God into our lives. So really, if I want to leave our viewers with one thing, it's if you haven't found that yet, I would encourage you to go looking for that. I would encourage you to go seek that out. Go look for somebody that can open up that door for you because on the other side of that, once you bring him into your heart, it changes everything. It's not just going into a building on Sunday mornings. It's not just knowing the preacher by his name and sitting in church. Mm -hmm. It's if you go in and you give yourself all yourself, 
He will change your life and he will make everything around you a whole lot better. So that would be what I would like people to take from this podcast today is that when we realized that we couldn't do it on our own and we submitted ourselves and we opened ourselves to the Lord, it happened. So one challenge too to everybody that's out there is that, hey, please share a story or something that, you know, the Lord had changed in your lives when you felt that nothing was, nothing good could come of the situation you're in. Or just tell me about how it helped you in your, your relationships. It doesn't have to be with your wife. It could be with a family member. It could be with, you know, just fixing a, a long lost relationship with a friend. But um, I'd like to hear that. Um, I'd really be interested in it. And uh, if I need to, you know, to be honest with you, I'd pray for it too if you wanted me to. So thank you guys for listening. You know, this has been fun. I was having a hard time trying to figure out what we were going to talk about when it came to this. But uh, it just as always, I have to do everything (laughs) and say the right things to get them on the right track. This was a lot harder. I kind of want a do over because I feel no, we're not having a do over. It's done. I have so much more I could say now that okay well, well you're writing a book so it's fine okay like, well you'll read about it in our book then I guess so always in about remember. 10 years from yeah. now <laughs> <laughs> not well, true you guys have a good night and, and like always on. keep rolling on <laughs>